This is uh, Tony and TJ. <laughs> TJ and Tony play Trivial Pursuit Beatles style. Uh, Slate. Three, two, one. Untitled Beatles podcast. I think that's the original title that was pitched. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Because Bruce Spicer wrote all the questions. He's like, as he said in my Magical Mystery Tour book, one day I'll get around to listening to the Untitled Beatles <laughs> podcast. We're tight. <laughs> I guess. Tight as you can make it. Just tight ass. Tight as a guardian's rope trick. <laughs> Get a rope. Uh, Get a rope. <laughs> welcome to the Untitled Beatles podcast. So I'm Tony. And I'm TJ Shanoff. And uh, are we allowed to say we've not seen each other in a while? The last few yeah. episodes, it was a multi-parter because Tony's work schedule and I've been traveling. And we're we're back together again. This is like the show was canceled. This is our reunion show. And then, like when when different strokes not no, here's a better example the different okay. strokes switching from NBC to ABC is taxi going from ABC to NBC. And there were promos that had Danny DeVito in the center of like the NBC, you know, the TV logo. And right. Danny DeVito's going, same show. Better network. <laughs> Taxis coming to NBC. Same time, better station. Yeah, be there. Remember that <laughs> slogan? You got to be there. Yeah, you just got to be there. You feel free there. You'll be what you want to be. See what you want to see. You can NBC there. Be there. That's what it was part of the be there campaign. Then they had, let's all be there. Let's all be there. That was like the next year. NBC, let's all be there. Well, at any rate, TJ, yes, it's good to see you on another network here on the Untitled Beatles podcast. That's right. Uh, we're we're now in the uh, the Alan Klein podcasting network. We've had to let uh, Casey go. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Casey. Good Casey. Onward. Onward. Man. No, it's the same old show you know and love. This time it's going to be in color. Yeah. And in, in theory, we haven't even taken a week off. So we're still going. We're going and going. But yeah, I've been working on the hit TV show called The Bear. Uh, we just wrapped. And uh, TJ, you've been traveling. You, you didn't say you were working. So are you, is this like a hitchhiking thing? What, what, are, you, what are you up to? Yeah, I've been inspired by the uh, song The Beatles Love, Marvin Gaye's classic hitchhike. Let's just hear that now for no reason, that intro. I'm going to Chicago, that's the last place my baby stayed. Uh, all right, no, I've, I've actually been working. Uh, oh, my, oh. my traveling has been for work. Uh, yeah, but you don't want to sound like this. I feel like I sound like a schmuck. I've been working a lot. We're, we're all working a lot. But yeah, yeah, we both had schedules that have precluded doing what I believe is my favorite project. Sitting like, I, I just said to my wife, I'm like, I get to spend <laughs> the next three hours talking to Tony about the Beatles, of which there'll be five eight-hour episodes. <laughs> How do we do it? <laughs> no one knows. That's the magic of Alan Klein. Excuse me, Casey Baker, our producer, Casey Baker. Our Alan Klein, watch your pocketbook, guys. Pocket Speaking book. of traveling, Casey, uh, Casey, TJ. Yes. I was in Milwaukee, uh, our, our sister city to the north. I love Milwaukee. Love me too. I went to Acme Records, a great record store there. And man, they have a great selection overall, but their Beatle selection is par excellence, meaning like they have bootlegs that I'd never seen before. 
it's just so cool to see bootlegs in the wild. You know, it feels like being at a record show. I, I dug it a lot. Acme Records. And for any of our uh, law enforcement friends listening, these aren't bootlegs, they're imports, most of which are from France and therefore licensed to be sold here as Tony shuts down an iconic Milwaukee record store. We're coming for you next, exclusive company. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm just using the term bootleg loosely. I'm just giving these you are shit. imports. But do you remember that time? I mean, because I've been buying bootlegs forever, and of the weirdest places I ever bought a bootleg was at a record store in a in a Mentor Ohio mall in nineteen eighty eight. It was called the Record Den and it was in Hopefully. like a Kmart or some shit. Oh. And that's where I got ultra rare tracks. Oh wow. I didn't get those initially at Beetlefest and they were on they called them like imports. I'll never right. Forget, and that right. was their way of getting like that's a swing and pig labels, not an import label, but I'm definitely gonna do it. Yeah, so that's uh, I really want to go to Acme Records. You texted me and said they have a lot of the Beatles colored uh vinyl 45s, those jukeboxes yeah. only for jukeboxes only, it says, which I, I probably have 70% of it. When I find one that I, ha- I want for under ten dollars, I'll get it. At this point, I can't spend twenty five dollars on it's all too much on yellow vinyl. I don't. <laughs> Don't have the money, right? <laughs> right. I gotta save it for yeah. London Town and back to the egg, my friend. <laughs> I did get what did I get? I didn't have this, so I got the uh, Obla di Obla da Julia uh, 45 from the 70s. What number- is it? Orange? What's the oh, what's oh, the yeah. number? I'm sorry. Uh, the uh, it's a purple, purple capital. Oh, which nice, is interesting. And uh, yeah, it says here number 29, 26, 25. I don't know if they're all numbered that number, but that's the number I got on mine. Tell me, uh, no, they're all different, differently numbered. I'm pretty sure. Is that right? Uh, tell me uh, in the rim print hashtag rim print. Hey, print it in your own rim. <laughs> Does it say manufactured by Capitol Records or MFD period by Capitol Records? In the dead wax, you mean? No, TJ? on the on the very edge of the purple uh, label of the oh, paper label. Oh, I understand. Uh, it says MFD. Great. So that's a 1978 pressing. That would have been in stores until 83. Wild. That's crazy. I, I love that. Thank you. It's like having, yeah. it's like a antiques roadshow over here now. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like having an, an OCD nerd who, right when you said Acme Records, I'm like, that reminds me of Acme Records. And my high school years were spent with Acme. That's why I know so much about Beatles presents. <laughs> In the dead wax, it's it's typed mastered by capital, and then it says scrawled like four six four, just a bunch of numbers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. No, no special messages or like uh, you know, no one drew a dick or whatever in the dead wax. <laughs> like that's where they do all all the copies of the Little Mermaid on vinyl have a dick in the dead wax. Uh, dick and the dead wax original <laughs> Mister Belvedere lyric. Yeah, the original Mr. Belvedere. Dick's in the dead wax. Never had dick before. Who cares? <laughs> when you drop dick, you dig dick. <laughs> As you came through the door, no one's down. <laughs> but sometimes things get turned around. Okay, well, if you've, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Uh, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I listen in the kitchen. TJ, where do you listen? 
You know, I listen in the car most of the time. When I'm in the car or if I'm on uh, Chicago's many public transit options, that's when I listen to podcasts. Yeah, I listen while cooking. I listen while relaxing. Listen. We are on Patreon. There are three levels, TJ. Casbah, Cavern, and our Star Club. All of them grant you access to our Discord community where we gab fab and... uh, yeah, we talk about a bunch of stuff there. We talk about the monkeys a lot. Skyler's a big monkeys fan. Get to, we get to know each other over there in that little treehouse. It's a nice community of people. And uh, I love when people share things about the other bands section. Yeah. There's some Marshall Crenshaw. There's some Ben oh, yeah. Fold stuff. It's, 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 a, it's, it's always a fun community of nice people, as most Beatle fans tend to be. And mm-hmm. uh, while we're recording, we didn't pre-show talk about this, Tony. But Let's I don't, do it know exactly when this is going to air but as we talk about the people in our community while we realize that people do come from different political backgrounds and such we're going to try to make this politics free but uh chicago radio legend terry hemmert yeah we talk about quite a bit on this show terry's radio royalty she's hosted breakfast with the beatles forever she's been the mc at beetle fest since it was called beetle fest at the uh, hyatt downtown yeah man uh she she's on chicago radio mount rushmore it doesn't excuse her from playing you know yaz do do <laughs> she came in through the bathroom window she came in through the bathroom window but uh, we love Terry Hemmert, and Terry Hemmert uh, was celebrating her birthday, as I think she always does, in New Orleans in the French Quarter. Yeah. And she uh, witnessed, uh, not just witnessed, she was part of a scene where there was an eruption of gunfire, gang-related, in the French Quarter at her birthday party where one of her friends was actually struck by a bullet. Yeah. And she put up a long Facebook post about it, and it does kind of square what I've always said. And I don't want to put this, you know, this is a touchy su- subject, but even Terry Hammer in her post said, you know, think about the way John Lennon left us. I think that if, if, if guns are more of a focus for you than people are, I'm not sure you really understand what the Beatles stood for and what Terry Hemmert had to go through. She said, it's not uncommon anymore. And it's not. And we'd yeah. be remiss if we didn't mention it on the show because I think you, Casey, and I all feel the same way. And I learned, for those who haven't heard every episode of this, my I learned about gun violence when John Lennon was killed and I was six years old and that made me anti-gun from that moment on because my love for the Beatles and love for John from childhood is directly tied to the sadness of him leaving. That scene, uh, you want to make me cry if I'm not seeing Fiddler on the Roof in the middle of Act Two. Oh. It's <laughs> Which, I mean, and you and I have done that a million times, Tony. We just sobbed during Fiddler. But it's it's in the Imagine John Lennon doc. We've, when they, the day in the life crescendo accompanies footage of John getting in the car. And of course, it's not the footage leading up to his murder. Thank God. It, it, it crescendos and... You know, the glasses go flying off, hit the pavement, and you see the images of John from going back from his current life to when he was a baby. I mean, he chills even talking about it. So, yeah, I I felt it was important to mention on the show because we love Terry Hemmert. There's few people that have promoted the Beatles more than Terry Hemmert in the last 40 years, and we just want to send her our best. Yeah, man. Yes. I'm glad that she uh, survived. I'm glad she's okay. Uh, I mean, physically and uh, traumatized for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is the country we live in at, at the moment. And be careful out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ma'am. But if you join our Star Club. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Master of Segways, Tony Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> what was I? I'm, I'm sick and tired of, of, of Devin to take requests about a dead dog. I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Uh, it should be noted, though, uh, if you if you do join the Star Club, uh, you do get a monthly mention. I, I repeat, a monthly mention, not a monthly luncheon. We've been getting a lot of complaints from the Kenny Rogers Roasters in the Metro Manila area. Complaining about Untitled Beatles podcast listeners dining and dashing. So s- stop that. Be good patrons. <laughs> free mention, not free luncheon. Let's start. Let's shout out our Star Club members. Long live George Harrison from Australia. Glenn Kay out there in Iowa. Matt Kuharski. Beetle Dave. Susan from Baltimore. Bert Chide. Joanna S. David S. from Chicago. Max Como in Montreal. In Spring Hill, Tennessee, we got Matt Meyer. Mick B. from Minnesota. We got Nowhere Doug Tabor. He's from Nowhere. Stephen A. Mary Kate. Skyler. Mr. D. Sticker. Michael S. Cat V. from Minneapolis. And hey, all the way in Portland. Oregon. More Harpsichord has joined the Star Club. Welcome, more hey. Harpsichord, and thank you all for being in our Star Club. Thank you to all our Patreon uh, people, and if you're feeling that way, hey, go for it. Oh, yeah, feel free to write a review uh, as well. It helps us out, and uh, it'll work with the ratio with the trolls for us. Yeah, um, I was friendly with Horatio Trolls uh, at Second City. <laughs> Beetle fan, by the way. Is that right? Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Lots of Beatles fans all over the world, Tony. And I'd like to list the names of people I know who like the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I did want to... May I say uh, a comment that was not a review, but it was left on our public Instagram page, and it actually meant quite a lot to me, so I'd like to read it right now? Please. Great. Please please me. Well, (laughs) last night I said these words... Tony, we got a great message on our Instagram page from a uh, friend of the show who's, I guess, been listening for a long time, Julie, and maybe first time they've chimed in. But I wanted to read a section of this comment that made me really happy. I love how much you guys love and care about the Beatles. Mixed with the absurdist humor and local Chicago references, I'm constantly trying to decode. It makes your show endlessly enjoyable and comforting. Here's my favorite part. Don't let the few morons on Apple Podcasts with their lame negative reviews stop you from continuing what you do as your show is a unique voice in the podcast world and all the better for it. Julian, that that made, like, I shared it with hashtag my wife when I saw it. It's just a nice <laughs> comment. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Julian. And that old car is worth money. That old car is worth money. Call Victory Auto Records at 860-2000 for a quote. There's a Chicago reference for you to decipher. Victory (laughs) will tow it away free, and you'll get cash on the spot. TJ. Tony. (laughs) TJ, I have an idea. Let's play Trivial Pursuit, Beatles style. Yes. Are you referring to the Beatles edition of Trivial Pursuit? Or do you want to play regular Trivial Pursuit, <laughs> pretending like with the Beatles, I'll take movies? Who is Diane Carroll? Oh, sorry. And we're out of time. No, uh, let's do the uh, let's do the, the 2009 Trivial Pursuit uh, Beatles collector's edition. I like that's the collector's edition. Like there's a... Another edition that collectors don't have. Wait, for I, I for, seriously, is that I want to make sure we're playing the same one. Let's get me off here. Are you playing the 2009 collectors edition? Because I'm playing, <laughs> yes, I'm playing the 2014 remixed. 
<laughs> yeah, the one that came with a gnome and a crate. <laughs> yeah. No, I got mine on eBay for like 20 bucks. Uh, that's also, yeah, that's where you can get these. I think it's still in print or whatever. Or it's, it's still being manufactured, I believe. Um, that said, you can get it used on the used market. That's where I got mine. Did you know, TJ, that this game was invented in Montreal? It was invented by a guy named Yuppie. Yuppie? <laughs> what? I mean, did I just misname the Expo's old mascot? Oh. Time is called. They want Yuppie off the Dodger dugout. He's bugging the Dodger players, and Tom Lasorda is out. And third base umpire Bob Davidson is throwing Yuppie out of the ball game. No one knows the name of whatever <laughs> that thing was. <laughs> but, but what if it is Yuppie? <laughs> Do I get some kind of extra ding oh, for getting here? Here's what you get, TJ. Hold on, right? I, hold on. This is something I've been meaning to bring up. Yeah. Well, so that that when I drove through that horrible snowstorm, where I was like, I thought I was going to die because I saw 75 cars on the side of the road and it was like blizzard conditions. I stopped somewhere in Indiana at a hotel and I was like, I'm alive. I'm alive. And I drank a bunch of beer in the lobby. This is at like 2 p.m. I drank <laughs> yes. a bunch of beer at the lobby and then I'm on my phone and suddenly Kenny Rogers, uh, the gambler LPs are on sale <laughs> for like seven or eight dollars in the shrink wrap. Brand new. On you discover. <laughs> yes. Or something like that. And I bought three of them. <laughs> So I have three, and I'm like, oh, this will be like a listener giveaway gift or something. But yes. TJ, you can win one of these for that if UP is correct. Will, will, will you sign it for me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll sign it. Yeah. Okay. You want me to sign it as Kenny Rogers? I'll work on his <laughs> autograph. You, the, the one sent from Manila come in a special envelope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> BoardGameGeek.com rates the Beatles edition a 5.6. Out um, of? Out of... <laughs> I don't know. But that's uh, BoardGameGeek.com. Uh, BoardGameCreep rates it at 4.3. And BoardGameScumbag rates it at 2.3. But, you know, BoardGameScumbags, he's hard on all the board games. <laughs> Actually, I don't mind the board game creep reviews, but I prefer the board game weirdo reviews. Yeah. I mean, that's how what I relate. I go by board game weirdo because that speaks to me <laughs> uh, for ages 12 and up. Uh, here's what it says here. Are you a true Beatle maniac? TJ, find out with Trivial Pursuit, the Beatles collector's edition. Uh, the goal is to fill your pie. It comes with these circular. <gasps> circular yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a pie shaped, excuse me, pie shaped tr track pawn by answering six, uh, Beatles related questions correctly. Then answer the one final question in the center of the board. You roll a custom die that determines the questions, uh, difficulty level, easy, medium, or hard answer over 2,500 absorbing questions about the legendary rock band as you travel around the custom game board and players enter different zones. Oh, we're not going to play the zones. That's like a whole no, other no, thing. No, 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 no. We're doing the modified version. Thank you. Yeah. This is just you and me. This yeah. is a two-player game. It, it, you can play up to 36 people playing this, according to the box. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple more Patreon subscribers and we can do we oh, that's what we can do. This. Do it on Twitch. <laughs> do a 36 person uh, uh, yeah. trivial pursuit virtually. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> For no one. <laughs> a game that actually lasted years. 
yes. So all the questions have been written by uh, our friend Bruce Spicer. 2,592 questions here. Uh, and the categories are songs, albums and singles, history, movies, on their own, solo, and uh, the Beatles in America. So, yeah, I just thought, like, this would be fun. Let's play a couple rounds and uh, see how we do at this. This is how we do it. <laughs> I felt like you were going to go into Montel Jordan. Hey, here's a question for you, Tony. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. What is going to be your best and what is going to be your worst category? Uh, Beatles in America, worst category, followed by movies. Best category is probably going to be um, songs, followed by albums and singles. What about you? Uh, well, I'm hoping there's an eight tracks category. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or else I didn't see that one here out of the six. <laughs> well, I've got the deluxe remaster that comes with the Dolly oh. Parton Christmas eight track. Do you know that there's a couple bands releasing new eight tracks? And we wow. just had um, Rattleback cool. Records. So shout out Rattleback Records, too. We talk about Acme, Milwaukee, which is awesome. Rattleback is a great place, and it's right in the Andersonville neighborhood in Chicago. Reckless yeah, as well. We love Squeezebox and Evanston. We're lucky to live in an area that's got so many great record stores. But, yeah, I think my, my worst category will also be movies. Like, I'm not... For as much as I've seen them, I've certainly seen, like, A Hard Day's Night more, like way more than I've seen, you know, Magical Mystery Tour. So we'll see what happens. You know, it's funny. I've seen Magical Mystery Tour more than I've seen Hard Day's Night, believe oh, it or not. Dear, dear, <laughs> I just dear. watched it the other night. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you watch the whole thing in black and white to be authentic? Real <laughs> Beatles fans watch it in black and white. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Our estimated time of arrival for luncheon is approximately one fifteen. Thank you. Away we go. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got to remind me how to, like, we used to play Trivial Pursuit when I was a kid. Like, we had the, we had the silver, my mom loved it. We had the silver screen edition. We had the old school sports edition for my dad. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. But, but I, I don't think I've, I've had this game since 2009. It was a, a gift from my then girlfriend, now wife, or 2010, whenever the hell it was, it was right around then. And, uh, Tony, uh, I've opened it and looked at it. I've never played it because I had no one to play it with. Right. Only child syndrome. Who who wants to play? Right. Who, who wants to play Beatle trivia? My, Carrie doesn't want to. She'll, you know, she's a casual Beatles. By the way, I'm looking at you and you've got the Kenny Rogers album <laughs> in the background. And it's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. There's three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Still in their shrink wrap. <laughs> One of our lucky listeners could be taking that home. <laughs> Although it's going to cost like 40 bucks to ship it out. So it's like, we're, yeah, we need more subscribers so we can ship it out. I guess I was counting my money when I should have been counting sheep. All right, TJ, uh, I selected the orange pie. What color pie are you going to select? Um, well, you already got that wrong. The orange pie is called flaming pie, and I'm going to take the blue pie, which is the marshmallow pie. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I, I, I got the flaming pie. Right. I also mm. picked orange because I love that. <laughs> I love that uh, John wanted his guitar to sound like an orange. 
Or he wanted it to sound orange. But I always liked that he wanted to make it sound like an orange. <laughs> like, like what's better than an orange like an orange um i picked uh blue because uh, a lot of Beatles fans know it is the legendary color of the rolling stones london label <laughs> traitor <laughs> judas <laughs> hey hey judas <laughs> well, we, we love the stones so i'm, I'm so we're not petty like that we're not tom petty like that <laughs> don't um, do me like that <laughs> so let's roll the die now to see who goes first it says the highest uh, the higher number goes first all right so i'm gonna roll i got a three okay i'm gonna roll in the most non-theatrical like easy way i can luck be a lady tonight luck if you've ever harder consonants i'll begin with luck be a lady tonight and you think i'm gonna stop but i'm gonna go for it luck let a gentleman oh, luck let a for gentleman. extra luck <laughs> okay. now in vegas they don't let you do that you can't do a little no. vamp for yourself that's they'll kick you out of the valleys <laughs> And, and and Mississippi, if you begin to sing a show too while gambling, they execute you on the spot. Yeah. Well, that, that's on the boats, though. That's for the, the pirates out there. <laughs> Would you roll already? Yeah. <laughs> Come on and roll with it, baby. Stephen Wood, the musical. Roll with it, baby. Let him roll it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. Come on, baby. Come on. I got three yellow submarines. Oh, shit. All right. So let's roll again. <laughs> hey, I got a six. Beat that. Six? Okay. Oh, I got a six. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. The six, by the way, is the uh, Beatles uh, drop T logo. Three is yellow submarine, as TJ mentioned. And I'm going to roll again. Four. I got four, which is silhouettes of the hard day's night jump. I can't. <laughs> Let it roll, TJ. I got six, the Beatles. You win. All right, you go first. All right. Now, I now, forget where you start. Where do you what do start? I do? <laughs> oh, each player or team takes an empty scoring token and places it on the center space of the game board. So, yeah. So we start in the center there where it says the Beatles with the apple. And that's what you do with your pie hole in the apple. <laughs> Right? Yes. <laughs> All right. So you roll and then you can go in any direction. And then, uh, so yeah, if you roll a one or a two, those are easy questions. Three and four, if you roll that, those are moderate questions. And five or six, those are hard questions. And the color determines the category. Okay. I think I understand. Yeah. So I, I'm going to roll the dice again. Yeah. You roll. Now we're rolling to play. <laughs> okay. I've got a three. Okay. Three. Am I moving somewhere? Yeah, you move. You can move three spaces in any direction there from the center. So uh, I, it all depends. Three is a moderate question, and it all depends on what category you want to start with. I think you have the pick of the litter here. All right. I'm going to start with on their own. I'm going to green. Okay, on their own. I will select. And you rolled a three, so I'm picking the third. I'm picking the third question here. What song from his solo career did John Lennon perform live at Madison Square Garden in November of 1974? Oh, God, Revolution number nine. 
Um, I'm sorry, you said solo career. No, oh my god. Um, uh, oh god. Uh, uh, listen, John, the snow is falling. <laughs> okay, no, we can't waste all the time on this. He performed along with Elton John, and his then band would ever get you through the night. Correct. You get to uh, you get to roll again and continue playing. I get to roll with it, baby, Stevie Winwood, the musical. Uh, do I get to put a pie in my thing or no? No, because uh, the pies are only on the um, see with see the things in, that have pies on them. Yeah, but how do you get there? You have to roll the die. If you rolled three again, then you could get a yellow, and then oh, you would I answer see. a yellow. I remember now. That's the pie. I showed up hot for this episode, my man. <laughs> be, be glad I'm even here, my friend. <laughs> All right. Oh! I just spilled a category. We have a, we have a, a category for spill. <laughs> Gameboardklutz.com gives this. Oh, and the acne's back. (laughs) Give me a minute to bend down in my tight Bailey quarters and pick up these cards. I'll be right back. No problem. Jeez, no wonder nobody wanted to play this game with him. (laughs) I was on mute, but I had to go off mute to laugh at that bitch. Oh, my bad. Board games, oh. see, board games can be oh. exercise. Oh, uh, I wish I had my Fitbit on. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ro- I'm gonna roll again. You roll again, yes. I've got three. Th- okay, so that you can either go back to the center and get nothing, or or choose any option, or or head towards the pie and go for a piece of the pie. Yeah, I'm gonna go one, two, three. Let's go to history. Let's see if I can get this. Okay, and you rolled a three, so I'll answer the third question. Thank you. What group was Ringo with when he was asked to join the Beatles? Is that Rory Storm and the Hurricanes? You are correct. Here, look at him. Here she comes. He'll call that girl again. What if the data since I don't know when? But she don't notice me when I pass. Goes with all the guys from my Adam class. You're doing well. Two for two, TJ. You're like Don Mattingly, Wade Boggs, Tony Gwynn, uh, <laughs> other great Beatle Trivial Pursuit players. <laughs> other great hitters with high averages. Did Don Mattingly ever win a World Series? Did Donnie Baseball ever go to the World Series? That's no. a good question. I they don't think so. They won all those. They won on that run without him. Don Mattingly. The fans want a dinger out of him. This one by Mattingly. So now that I have pie, where do I go? Anywhere? You roll. You have to roll. Roll determines where you're going. I got a two. Okay, so that's one of those roll again ones. So you pick a direction, move it to that, and roll again. You got it. Thank you. Like, you, we're not just friends. We're not just podcast co-hosts. Like, yeah, it's weird, but you guide me. 
<laughs> you lead me. You know, my, my dad's gone. So oh, I, I look to you. Well, my dad's gone too. And I look to you. Oh, we in trouble. Cut <laughs> 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 to pick up trucks and forties and Mickey's and Mickey's and forties. Okay. A six. I'm going to move six spaces. What the hell? I'll do uh, orange. Okay, so you're over here. Orange, and that's going to be a hard one. Okay, movies. This is a hard one, TJ. In what Austrian Olympic town were the snow scenes in Help filmed? Oh, God. Um, oh, I've read this tw- a million times, and I'm trying to tell you. It's in Helsinki? That's uh, Finland, TJ. Oh, yeah. Where was it? I don't know it. Everyone's heard of this town. I'm surprised you didn't get this. Obertorn. Okay, I di- I've not read that word a million times. I don't know that. <laughs> Obertorn. It's a O B E R R. It looks like Cubert, actually. Cubert <laughs> Town. <laughs> the oh, Amazing it's, Cube. <laughs> it's it's Austrian for Cubert Town. It's where Cubert lived. <laughs> Have we done this one? Cubert, the Amazing Cube, the cartoon. <laughs> I don't remember. Cubert had a, a, a Saturday morning show. He sure did. Yeah, and I, I even I think they even that. gave Cubert a Halloween or Christmas special. <laughs> the Cubert <laughs> Halloween special would be weird. <laughs> I mean, actually, the Christmas one would be just as weird. What does Cubert go dressed as for Halloween? Like <laughs> Nancy Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> like we all did in the eighties. <laughs> Can't forget that. Funny, these people who want to ban drag, all they want to do is dress like Nancy Reagan in the 80s. <laughs> oh. All right, my turn, my turn. I get to play. Yay. I'm going to roll. I'm rolling a four. All right, I'm going to go in the direction of songs. So one, two, three, four. I'm, go- I'm heading towards the orange pie. Oh, you have to ask me a question. The fourth question on songs. Okay, the fourth question on songs. Across <laughs> this <laughs> I know what's coming. That's why I can't wait for it. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> could not be a better question for you. <laughs> Across the Universe was first issued on what charity album? Oh, the World Wrestling Federation charity record. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik, Ricky the Steamboat Dragon. They were all there. It was, all the charity went to all the other wrestlers. Because I'm going to give you this one because I would have gotten it wrong too, but it's not wrong. Because it's for that World Wildlife thing, but the actual title of the album is no. It's it's called No One's Gonna Change Our World, is the name of the record. Oh, that's okay. Confidential to Bruce Spicer. Yeah. Hey, Hey, Spice. (laughs) Oh. This is this is like technical horse shit. This is your lawyer horse shit stuff. <laughs> oh, it's the world. He's not listening to this one. But I did pre-order. Please, please, me to uh, to uh, with the Beatles. Okay. <laughs> so I got that one wrong. So it's not the World Wildlife Foundation, which I I, right. I, I was doing a bit with the wrestling thing, obviously. But uh, right. So the charity is called No One's Going to Change Our World. Uh, that was the name of the album is called No One's Going to Change Your World. The charity's correct. The album title was incorrect. Oh, did I mishear the question then? No. The answer to the... Here, let me read it to you again. <laughs> Let's go back. Listen. 
Across the Universe was first issued on what charity album? And the name of the album oh. is No One's Gonna Change Our World, as written in the card. Yeah. But the charity was that I got the it World wrong. Wrestling Wildlife Federation. I, I take back what I said about lawyer horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Quick to judge. So your turn, DJ. I got I got that one wrong. Okay. All right. Fair. Oh, it's so I'm gonna to, roll. Yeah, you gotta roll. I've got a six. Okay. Oh, that. What does that mean? You're you're coming off of the uh, orange pie, right? Yeah. So I can move to purple or. Yeah, I'll go to purple. Purple songs. This is going to be a hard. This is a high difficulty question in the songs department. The chords for long. Men Love Avenue. <laughs> uh, is that your final answer? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Not a song, TJ. <laughs> the chords for long, long, long were taken from what Bob Dylan song? Um, give me a timer. Give me uh, fifteen seconds. Oh. Uh. Uh, sad Lady of the Lowlands. One more time. Sad Lady of the Lowlands. What's the name of the song? Yeah, you need one more word in there. I'm, I'm gonna, you need one more word. Fuck, I know it too, but what's the fucking sad? Yeah. What? Where? Where? Where do you see sadness on, on the human? On a human. A uh, sad faced. I I got it wrong. But oh, but you're so close, it? man. It's fine. I, I I don't deserve it. What's what's it called? Sad eyed lady of the lowlands. Sad. Fuck. I I knew it. I knew it. That's okay, it's man. Okay. It's the you World know, Wrestling Federation. The, <laughs> yes, and I'm patting myself on the back for getting close to a six. Yeah, man. You got okay. really close on that. Honestly, yeah. I would. I would. I. So think, did you? Eh, ish. All right, my turn. We're Your playing. Turn, We're playing hard. We're playing hard. I rolled a six. Okay, good luck to me. One, two, three, six. I can either go blue. Don't go blue, TJ, by the way, in this business. Hey, who here <laughs> fucks on a... What? <laughs> Why would you... Don't go blue. Don't go blue. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so it's either Beatles in America or history. Uh, Beatles in America is, is the hardest category for me or history. Um, this is not America. No. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go America. La, 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 la. Give it, give it to me. Give it to me. Tony likes to be an America. One two three. One okay. two three. One two three. Okay, you're doing America. Yeah, six. Get ready. These these questions are hard. These ones. This is like. What's the jetliner called that they flew on? You know, like all that stuff that's like, uh, I don't give a fuck. Well, that's easy. Steve Miller's saying about a big ol'. <laughs> big ol'. <laughs> uh, you got a six for Beatles in America, yeah. yes? Yeah. Okay, I'm pulling for you, buddy. You're my pal and my partner. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, 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 well, I do not know this one. Yeah. At what, ex you can maybe hazard a guess. I'll hazard. At what just a good old, <laughs> at what exclusive restaurant did three Beatles dine during their second night in America? At what exclusive restaurant did three Beatles dine? Of course, George was sick. Right, I'm sure. right, right. That's the day they did the uh, photo shoot with just the three of them. That was used yeah. in the uh, anthology "Free as a Bird" video with the three of them doing the uh, the little dance, their little the uh, animated, can -can yeah. Thing. Um, and they photoshopped in Jimmy Nickel. <laughs> 
Uh, so they would have been in New York. Um, I'm going to say Tad's Steakhouse. Tad's Steakhouse, uh, Midtown Manhattan. Tad's Steaks is cooked in New York City. The low-cost steakhouse, known for selling beef at a discount, is shuttering its last outpost in Times Square. Now get this, the original price for a steak dinner was $1.09 when wow. the chain started <laughs> in 1957. Imagine that! Uh. No, uh, you're close. It's the restaurant made famous on Seinfeld. And apparently Paul, <laughs> Elaine, and Jerry were hanging out while Kramer did this hilarious, <laughs> truly racist bit. What the fuck happened to Kramer? No, the restaurant's called uh, 21, and they oh. reportedly ate chops and mashed potatoes. I've actually heard of 21. That The 21 Club or something. Like, like Actually, Letterman used to give out uh, dinner for two at uh, 21 in the 80s. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the. I didn't know. I didn't know it was around back then. All right. Yeah. I I never would have gotten that right. Yeah. I guess. Well, maybe they had lunch at Tad's. I think it's an old New York institution. Um, it's cheap and it's good. It was not Meat Free Monday on their second night in America eating chops. <laughs> right. Well, they had just come uh, off of eating horse for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> in Hamburg. You know, I realize I'm Jewish, but Tony. I'll be eating horse for Christmas, even though it's a little gamey. Is horse, is horse gamey? Okay. I have, let me roll, please. Okay, um, I got a two. Ooh, a two. And I'm going to go, let me try Beatles in America. Okay. You just try one, I'll try one. Okay, now this is a, 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 this is a considered an easy question. Uh, in the, Not fair. In this well, world. You're setting me up to suck. <laughs> I'm just well, I just came off like eating at the 21 Club or whatever. All right. Uh, which two Beatles vacationed in Hawaii in May of 1964? You have like a 15% chance of, of guessing this. <laughs> I don't know. What I, what's the math on that? It doesn't matter. Yes, math does matter. TJ has a one-sixth chance of guessing correctly. Or a sixteen point six 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 seven percent chance. Well, what what do you what say you? I mean, I don't fucking remember this. Exactly. Do, do you know this? No, I if, would know. Yeah. So you have to you have a chance of guessing which permutation of two Beatles could it be? I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and say it was John and George. You are correct. Do you think they ever like sat down with guitars and played like at a, a a luau or anything? You know, brought out the acoustics and stuff. Yes, somebody apparently has an old reel-to-reel -reel tape of them doing twelve-bar original. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I love 12 bar original though. That's <laughs> okay. It's my, my turn to roll. Yeah. Oh yeah. Roll again. We're going to play till I get something correct. <laughs> okay. I've got an apple, which is one and I'm going to go. Oh, I've got a pie chance. Ooh, which pie? Is that purple pie? You're over at purple. All right. Yeah. And you got one. Yes. Good for you. All right. Uh, up for a piece of pie. Walls and bridges. <laughs> Final answer. 
<laughs> in the song Maxwell Silver Hammer, what Mel Evans? <laughs> Allow me to finish the question. I love that, I love that guy so much. <laughs> yeah, that guy gets everything wrong. <laughs> but quickly, what blunt instrument does Maxwell use to kill his victims? Wait, wait, what? In the song Maxwell's Silver Hammer, what blunt instrument does Maxwell use to kill his victims? Don't overthink it. <laughs> I know, but the, for some reason, this question just made me very nervous. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I'd be in my head right now. <laughs> Uh, and all, unfortunately, all I get, I'm not lying to you. All I can see is Steve Martin <laughs> and a bunch of weird robotic white people from the 70s just drifting on a tre- treadmill. I mean, it's, a, it's a hammer. Be more specific. It's a silver hammer. A silver hammer. Back in school again, Maxwell plays the fool again. Teacher gets annoyed. Mel. <laughs> well, congratulations, TJ. You've won a piece of pie here on the Beatles Trivial Pursuit Collector's Edition. And that means you get to keep rolling. Uh, I'm so, I feel guilty that I won pie for that. Can I turn it over to you just for the sake sure, of, sure. of equity? That's nice. I, and also That's bored of me answering and you're a friend. That's nice. And I'm bored with my own voice, <laughs> as are the inordinate number of our listeners. Yeah, we're playing Untitled <laughs> Beatles style uh, Trivial Pursuit. So I'll take a turn. You got a pie. Maybe that's it. After you get a pie, then you flip yeah. it over. All right. I like that. I like that. That's fun. All right, I rolled a five. So that Until you catch up. Three, four, five, <laughs> until I catch up, then the rules change. <laughs> Two, three, four, five. I'm going to roll again. And now I got a four, which is another one, two, three, four, which is another roll again. And six. Boy, one, two, three, four, five. Three. I'm in the same boat as I was earlier. All right, so one, two, three, four, five, six. It's either green, which is on their own. I'm going to go for a hard one on their own, but uh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this is tricky too. Yeah. Because, okay. These hard ones yeah, are hard. <laughs> Who do you think we are, Spicer of Beatles podcast? <laughs> we do get laid, pal. <laughs> also, uh, I mean, anyway. Okay. What two actors appear with wings on the cover of the Band on the Run album? Oh, shit. What two actors? Yeah. Right. Oh, this one is hard. This yeah, one is I hard. And what's funny is that, you know, we got our 50th of uh, Band on the Run coming up, but I, we, I haven't prepped for it yet. I guarantee yeah. you, if we had prepped. I know it. And, <laughs> and, and get I, it. When was that released? Late in the year in 73, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's coming up. And we got Material World coming up next week. So, or yeah. soon, whenever it comes out. But uh, all right, I'm going to guess um, who is big. I'm going to get, okay. Um, Christy McNichol mm-hmm. and Victor Spinetti. Uh, it, don't let that be your final answer. Let me give you a clue. I'm going to give you a clue here. Okay. Rames Roburn and Christopher Ree. You said Rames Roburn and Christopher Ree. Rames Roburn and Christopher Ree. That's probably not helpful. James Coburn. Yes. And Christopher P. Uh, close. <laughs> and Christopher Ski. Close. Uh, higher in the alphabet. <laughs> oh, and Christopher Z. Uh, no, I mean the other way higher. <laughs> <laughs> 
Christopher P. Hey, one day I want to play in the 70s Fall Guy blank majors. <laughs> Christopher Eel. No! <laughs> no, Christopher Lee, of course. Yay! Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. Well, here's what I've got to say about that. Calvin Klein's no friend of mine. Don't want nobody's name on my behind. Lee on my legs. Sneakers on my feet. I always love that's a Run DMC lyric where they're like, "Fuck Calvin Klein." All right, I don't put people with names on my on my jeans. But then he's got Lee on there, which <laughs> that's a name. Well, you know, I'll tell you something, Tony. I think we can agree on this one thing: looking good is feeling good, and looking good is Lee. TJ, I appreciate you giving me that one, but I can, there's no way I can take that one in good conscience. You know what I'm saying? I'm bored with myself. <laughs> okay, I'll keep playing. But yeah. I'm not I'll one keep more. playing. But I didn't get that right. I didn't okay. get that right. Hello. Two. Purple. Purple is songs. I should get this one. This is one I should get. Okay. Which Beatle assisted Ringo with the writing of the music to Octopus's Garden? I mean, I feel like when we saw it on film, it was George Harrison. Ding, 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 okay, ding, thank yes, you. Nice thank job. You. You a I'd like to be underneath the singing in an octopus's garden in the shade. It would be nice in paradise in an octopus's garden in the shade. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's helping him out with chord changes and stuff. Yeah. It is not like this. Paradise, yeah. they laugh. It's such a beautiful moment. Well, TJ, I got one easy one right. You got a few right, uh, including some hard ones. Uh, shall we pick this up uh, some other day on, on another rainy days for rainy day fun? No, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer not to play with you again. Well, we'll pick this up on some other day. TJ, you've got a purple pie. I have no pies. We'll take a picture. We'll take a picture of the board and we'll 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 make sure that everything is as it is. <laughs> when we pick this up on our continuing story of Beatles Collectors Trivial Pursuit for our producer Casey Baker, I'm Tony Mendoza. And I'm Purple Pie, Purple Pie, it's Prince the Musical Raspberry Beret, and another got- Prince song. <laughs> That's the sound of an empty pie right there. Empty pie. <laughs> and then, yeah, here's the sound of dice for all you fucking SMR heads, ASMR. Oh, ASMR. Ooh. <laughs> Here's the sound of dice for you SNL heads. Oh, why the fuck did the cast leave when I hosted? Oh! <laughs> Here's all the pies I could have put in my thing, but I didn't get any right. <laughs> Here's a song from Flaming Pie. Come my feet down and strike my love, and I'm not the corner, corner, corner. Untitled Beatles Podcast. Like and subscribe. 